on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yabbies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end If you're not sure exactly where you are or what time it is well let me tell you it's 4.05 and 18 seconds here on a Sunday the 19th of November. Now if you would like to proceed to the waters we are going to have a nor-nor-easter here in Sydney blowing around about 10 knots that will increase to 15 later in the morning this is prior to lunchtime it will make 25 knots so uh be aware that they could reach 30 knots, which means if you were on a charter, they should cancel. Now, for the outside conditions, we're looking today an easterly or nor'easterly, which I noticed this morning on my car, 15 to 25 knots. That'll reach 30 knots offshore just in the early afternoon and take you right through to the evening. The sea will be up around about one to one and a half metres. That will build up to two and a half metres during the afternoon. The swell will be from the south and that'll be around about a metre. That'll be onshore, inshore. Are you sure? Inshore? Increasing to one and a half metres (laughs) offshore. Inshore, offshore, outshore. Out the door, Kieran, away you go. You've been stupid. Don't forget the tides here, Fort Denison. High tide went through at 1.30am this morning. It was only 1.23 of a metre. So the low will be at 653.66 of a metre. High at 13.27. For those that can't calculate, that's 127 today. 1.71 of a metre. That's a good high tide. We'll talk to Stevie Bowler about tides and movement. And a low later this evening, 20.31, which is 8.31 tonight, 0.41 of a metre. So stay tuned. We look forward to your company right throughout the morning. A little bit of luck. Grant might answer the phone. That's Mumbles. 131269 is the contact number. And, of course, high tide. We're on the Super Radio Network. Stevie Bowler, good morning. Good morning, What Karen. a great replacement you are. <laughs> no, hardly a replacement for Mr. Blake. Yeah, but, uh, where, where's he off to? Somewhere nice? Whitlam. Sunny? Hmm. To where, sorry? Whitsundays. Oh, the Whitsundays, of course. Yeah, that's right. He was doing that bare bones charter thing. I just mentioned Whitlam because you like golf, you know, they get freebies all the time. (laughs) Poor old fella. You know, he's he's, he's struggling. What's he he called it? Uh, Small businessman. Some sort of work. Some sort of work? Yeah. But when he takes all these holidays or jaunting. Yeah, research trips, I guess. Maybe something like that. Yeah. But uh, all right, well, good luck to him. You know, if he's uh, sailing and so forth, well, he's gone at the right time of year. Apparently, it's nothing but wind. We were over at uh, Manly last night visiting uh, some people, and uh, yeah, just beautiful apartment right up above Manly there, and we're sort of on that twelfth, thirteenth floor, something like that, and uh, wind was just howling. Pine trees. Oh, it was magic. Yeah, magic. Just beautiful. So we're right up on top of that that uh, hill there, and you're sort of looking down into uh, a little Manly Cove with the boat ramp, and then Manly Cove, and then over to the beach, and ah, oh, magic take, spot. It's a great place to say, take me to where the whiting are biting. Mm-hmm. It's a good spot, Manly, for catching whiting. Don't forget to take your worms along. Definitely, definitely. You know, and uh, yeah, the wind was just pushing in from the the sea there, and uh, but. Over is surprising how still and, and calm, you know, at least it looked from uh, where we were sort of standing, uh, little manly looked and, and places like that. So, 
Yeah, there's potential that you could get out and get yourself a cheeky little fish uh, this morning. You know, you'd have to be quick. Get out there, get it done, get back in. You know what? Mm-hmm. The people in Roma and Queensland wouldn't give a, a rat's. No, probably not. Probably not. But yeah. that's okay. People at Marichidor might. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll see what uh, what happens with the the wind. We should probably look at the the weather in Roma just for, for a laugh. But um, yeah, this week. Uh, Another big week for me. Uh, we're scooting as soon as I finish here. I'll scoot back to Condal Park, pick up the the lovely bride, and take her back home, and uh, hopefully home by about oh, three, four, something like that. And then uh, unpack the car, put all the new stock into the shop, and uh, you know get ready for. I've got Backtrack Monday, then the shop's open uh, Tuesday. From I'll probably do a 12-hour day on Tuesday. I'll probably uh, have her open at 10 and close at 10 p.m. And then Wednesday, Thursday, uh, both Backtrack days, and then Thursday evening I open the shop. Friday, uh, I got the keys for Mr. Borsak's boat because uh, the other day when I took the boat home, I didn't realize the keys weren't in it. So it's very hard to teach the boys to drive the boat if there's no keys to it. So I've got the keys sitting in my uh, car, so we're going to be uh, taking the, the boat out and we're going to start doing some uh, some boating lessons and uh, trips and so forth and logbook them and um, get the boys their boat licences to go with the chainsaw licence and their uh, skid steer loader licence and the poisons licence and all the other tickets and assorted licences that they get. So God that'll be man. really, really good. They'll be out there and, uh, you know... You'll hope- need a haversack to carry them all. That's it. Oh, some of them, yeah, just have absolutely... Well, it's a mm. chock-a-block with uh, various tickets. So they're doing, doing well, which is, you know, a good thing for them. Yep. See, I just remember when I mentioned the word haversack there, Grant... Uh, that's what they called my first wife, have a sack. She was always on my back. Mm-hmm. Now, secondly, I do believe, I wanted to mention, while you mentioned the shop, mm-hmm. you got a 24-hour guard oh, yes, the, yes, uh, on the shop now. Went in on Friday and uh, Car the Snake had gotten out of her uh, enclosure and, yeah, just was having a little wander around the shop. And, <laughs> yeah, I cannot understand how she didn't set the uh, alarm off, to be honest, but I guess she's cold-blooded, so, and she wouldn't move all that quick. So I'd say that's why, but uh, uh, amazing. You know, I sort of rock in there, and there's, yeah, so her all stretched out on my uh, cleaning table for cleaning up the guns and things like that, and uh, she's, she's a big unit. Like, you sort of don't... When she's in her container and uh, so forth, or if you're the one getting her out, you don't sort of think about how big she is getting. But, uh, yeah, when she's sort of there and, and uh, sort of looking at you at almost eye level, yeah, bit bit different. <laughs> you know, you sort of go, oh, oh hello, car. You know? <laughs> Are they a great protect- Maybe, Grant, you should have one on your on your yacht, do you think? Yeah, the problem is they, they swim off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I had a friend that wanted one for his yacht to to keep the cormorants and so forth away because uh, he kept buying rubber snakes, you know, these big rubber snakes. But uh, he thought, I'll get a live one. That'll work. But no, jolly You know things. those birds you talk about? They can about. swim. Yeah. Those mitre-type birds, they're the one with the yellow beak, right? Yes, yeah. Not not the grey ones with the yellow beak. They're Australian uh, noisy miners, but the Indian miners are the brown ones with the yellow beak and they got white under their wings. So when they fly off, they they sort of you see the little white spots oh, flapping okay. away. I just noticed there's two. Mm. We got a with a dog. Burton has put a um, a black snake, right? Mm. The rubber one. Yep. Ah uh, no, they've worked it out. The birds have worked it out. It's not going to bite them. Yep. They land there and thank you very much. Take one of the little biscuits and off yeah. they hop. Where no, they, they go? They like that, but that's all right. When they're very. Uh, Easy to trap minor birds usually. Once if you got to be a bit smart about it, you got to go out and and set the trap up in the dark. You know, there's no point if they see you setting the trap or monkeying around with it. That's it for that day. You won't get them that day. But if you set the trap out, bait it in the morning before they're up, and then uh, yeah, don't let them see you getting the birds back out of the trap either. If you leave that for the evening, 
and uh, you do usually do all right. We so. usually start the show off talking ridiculous stuff here. Folks, we write it down as a mm. chat so we can go anywhere. So that obviously this morning we're talking snakes. Mm. Now, uh, given your snake is mm. a female snake. Yes. And at the moment, is it not but time for snakes yes, to be mating? It is that uh, sweet, sweet time of snake love. Uh, so the, she's sort of, uh, I'd suggest that's why she got out of the uh, enclosure. Otherwise, she's usually pretty happy there, but I'd say she's... She's looking for a boyfriend. And, is she um, pretty? Maybe. Oh, I think she's pretty. Maybe that's why she was sort of <laughs> looking at me that strange on Friday. She said, oh. she she said I'm don't, not sure about all these extra appendages, but, you know, <laughs> snakes will do as snakes will do. You know, I'm, I'll do as I must. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't in. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Christine and I have been married for 25 years now or thereabouts, so we, we don't really need to, you know cheat on her particularly with a snake so uh i think yeah well i'm humming and hiring about that i've still got to find a mate for the ferrets as well like the ferrets are very lonely girls i try i put an advertisement up looking for some male ferrets and uh couldn't find a male ferret so that you know it's it's hard you know when you you sort of got all this um estrogen flowing around your uh your premises, you know, and stands well and truly past it. But right. all the other cats, I think, are um, a female. If I put some thought into it, oh, I don't know. They reckon it's tough in animal world, but it's not as tough as what it's going to be right throughout if things don't change for us one at all. Mm-hmm. We need housing, we need money, we need medical stuff. I was listening on the way in this morning, and the amount of the ladies and people that rang up about the Medicare system and the doctors and go to uh, costing a hundred and two hundred dollars the scripts aren't what they're mm. supposed to be but don't forget folks we're here right through till seven o'clock you are listening to high tide on the super radio network on 2SM and the Super Network, talking sport. When we played the Kiwis back in 95, my right eye would always open up. So I'd have 18, 20 stitches every game. Mm-hmm. And I spilled blood for Australia. It was just most brutal games. Kiwis, you know when you're up against them, mate, they're, uh, they're handing out bruises for fun. Weekdays from three. I was the very first streaker at the cricket ground when Australia played the West Indies. Very first day night match. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> West Indies in the, yeah. Australia in the very first day night match. I thought I had to do something, sir. Well, on a famous day that we celebrate, it's nice to have a famous person on, Snowy. <laughs> That's incredible, Snowy. <laughs> Love the show. You know what, Spud? After seeing you, especially on my screen, I'm going to go up a gear. Two four-kilo weights. I'm going to go to the four kilos. <laughs> <laughs> mate, when you're there, go and buy yourself a bed for your dribbling. See you, mate. <laughs> We're back tomorrow, folks. Talk of sport. 13-12-69. Talk and sport. For the toughest jobs, at home or on the job site, you need the toughest gear. For almost 50 years, Sherlock Wheelbarrows have been hard at work for the weekend warrior and trade you alike. They make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier because Sherlock lasts longer. Lighten your load with Sherlock. Visit the full range at sherlocklastslonger.com.au Available at Bunnings Warehouse. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider TrueTest Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get TrueTest Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone one. 1-800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. 
Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. And this summer, let Cobram Estate be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better this summer with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Yes, well, he's a renegade. That we know for sure. But he's only a renegade when he's on the Blue Water Charter. Morning, Bradley. Good morning, Kieran. How are you? I'm in excellent form this morning. That's the game. Yeah, I'm snaked up. I'm all snaked up. I'm hissing. I got a bloke all the way down. We call him the Tenderfield Tiddler. So I might let him have a chat to you, and you can explain to him just about how great it is fishing at a Lake Macquarie and and so forth. His name's Steve Bowler. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, so Renegade Charters, talk to us, seduce us. Why why are we wanting to go out on Renegade Charters? I think we go all right up here anyway. Mm -hmm. Sorts of marlins during the week and some nice flathead and little reddies and that during the week. And the lake's absolutely stock of lots for us at the moment. Sort of, um, yeah, a lot of flathead and brim and some nice mulloway being caught and a few paler. All different sort of levels of angling around here, it does. Fantastic. So, yeah, and and you do it all on on Renegade? You sort of uh, get out there and and do the game fishing, and then if people wanted to get a a bunch of fish for the table, you can do that too? Absolutely, yeah. Hmm. For that, yeah. As long as we have barbecues on the boat, you go doing fishing of the night time, and, you know, flathead room in the lake, and... Yeah, whatever. Anyway, like you're going to go re-fishing today. You're on our way across the lake now, heading out. Right, right. And the the war wind's going to be okay, and all that uh, sort of thing. Yeah, it'll be a little bit windy after lunch today, but we'll sort of, you know, pretty well be on our way home then anyway. So, and the boat's sort of um, big and strong and comfortable. It yeah, sort of can handle a bit of that again. So, yeah, it's all all too good, I think. So, is it where well, was it a black watch, something like that? No. No, no, it's a stabbercraft. Stabbercraft, oh, very nice. Oh, yeah, another nice Aussie yeah. built boat. I think I think our friend Bradley mm. could be independently wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to keep charter boating until he's not. Yes, yeah. that's about it. <laughs> Fair enough, then. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. And so, what what's the size of the run of marlin that they're they're getting at the moment? Like, yeah, we just saw two the other day. Now they're only solid well, only eighty kilos. They were just a typical sight marlin size anyway. So yeah, that's our first trip out, and we caught two and had a look at the water and you know what's going on out there. It sort of looks pretty good. It does. It's sort of a little bit of current to the south, a little bit of basic action, and yeah, the water's nice. It is so. Yeah, the beginning of the season for us. It is anyway, I think. Fantastic. Hey, did you run into any Benito? I haven't. I've seen a couple um, girls splashing and boiling up when we were fishing about two weeks ago, but um, haven't seen any since. Yeah, because the boys at Coffs Harbour said that, you know, a couple of schools drifted in and drifted out, you know. The, they they thought they might have been having a, a bit, bit of a stronger run of them. Yeah, I think it's a bit early still, but um, I've seen a few, you know, two weeks ago, and um, you put a kickfish yesterday, which I sort of go hand in hand a bit, they do a lot of the time, but um, yeah, I think I'll be around very soon, that's for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, not all good there. The salmon is still around a little bit in the lake and along some of the beaches and that. So hopefully, they sort of move on soon and the Benito come in a bit better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And don't forget, folks, if you want to uh, enjoy yourself, get up there and have a charter on the lake. 
and get around Pool Bar Island and just drag your hand over the sideline so you can pat the white pointers. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, and um, the people down south around Batemans Bay and that, they were saying they're getting hammerheads coming in the rivers down there. Yeah. Which is yeah. a bit unusual for them to come in like that, you know. That... Yeah, well, they must be able to sustain themselves in there. They're going in there, you know what I mean? Like the food must be there mm. for us. You know, they, like, two weeks back they had a run of um, grey nose sharks in. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, we get a few of them around the front of Swansea, around Moon Island, and they come into the tunnel sometimes, they do. But, um, yeah, you, you never know what's out there, really, I guess, anyway. Yeah, you know, I, I'll talk about the Grey New Shark. Mm. I used to go diving down at Naruma with Daryl's people. We went out to a hole. This is back in the 90s, right? So I did have a bit of lung capacity then. And uh, we went down to a hole, and there was this 30. Mm. Grey new sharks, and they just wander around and around and around in a circle, and you just hang on to them and glide around, and get no problem whatsoever. But they left on Anzac Day, and nobody ever knew where they went, and then, then they come back. Six months yeah, later, they come back. And yeah, I keep yeah. saying to fisheries, why don't some, somebody put a tag in the bloody thing and, and find out where they're going? Instead of that, no, 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 we've got a tag, marlin, tag, marlin, tag, marlin. Find out what's going on with the local bloody fish. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. but that's it. Yeah, if uh, people wanted to do a, a renegade charter, you know, a bit of game fishing, a bit of bottom bashing, that sort of stuff, uh, you got capacity over the next uh, few months? Yeah, absolutely. I've got a few days there. Everybody can jump on if they like it, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and what's the best way to do that? On Online or just give you a call or...? Yeah, just give us a call on the phone, 0437 or just online on social media, if they like. Mm-hmm. So it's just Renegade Blue Water Charters. Yep, that's the one. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Just do a cheeky little Google search of that, you'll find it for sure. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, and there's, there's all sorts of uh, social media photos and things like that of the, the fish you guys have been catching, so that if that doesn't whet your appetite, nothing will. <laughs> yeah, you can't go too bad. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Thanks for your time, Brad. Thank you very much. Have a great day, gentlemen. Okay, will do. Don't forget, folks, it's 4.26 and 48 seconds here on the Super Radio Network. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles said bail breaches will be criminalised for those detainees impacted by the decision. Before the High Court's decision, breaches were of visas could be met with ongoing detention, but that is no longer possible for detainees impacted. Person's guilty of a heinous crime. Oh, gosh, I'm with you. Look at look at the Barty bombers, for argument's sake. Yes, they're not citizens of Australia. They shouldn't be incarcerated in Australia. They should go back to their own country. Talk tonight. The irony is that this person is now taking advantage of a high court decision mm-hmm. to roam Australia as a free individual. Mm-hmm. It really is, morally speaking, quite disturbing. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. I certainly would sign a petition, but would it do any good, Gary? Well, it would join a lot of other countries who are now doing the same thing, getting oh, the okay. message to Israel that there needs to be a ceasefire. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The black book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au. Gamble responsible. 
Weddings and other group functions are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. In their beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking the picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can create an event for you, your family and friends will really enjoy. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks friendly function staff on 9670 Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Well, good morning, everybody, again. Yes, we're heading down south. It's a lovely place, Kayama. The ice cream parlour is fantastic. And you won't believe it. He's up and about. And I did see he travelled yesterday to see his little granddaughter. Good morning, Roscoe. Good morning, gentlemen. Nice photo of Sharon and the bubs. Yeah, mate. Tiny oh. little thing. Oh, <laughs> especially in Sharon's hands. Yeah. Yeah. Looks, yeah. looks so cute. So oh, cute, mate. mate. Yeah. I'm just yeah, very trying... proud, mate. Very proud, granddad. Oh yeah, well, it's a great photo. I'm just trying to find the darn thing. Oh, it was on not... Facebook, wasn't it? That's where I said. They reckon they're not going again, so um, that must be the end of the dynasty, mate. Until they start reproducing themselves, uh-huh. I suppose. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, good stuff. No. Oh, where the hell it was it on Facebook? Well, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Maybe here I am at a bowling green. Dougie Walters yeah. and I and uh, Pasco at Oak Flats. That's right. Yeah, we were down there playing bowls. That must be an old shot. I'm trying to find that picture of Sharon. Sure. I, what, I'm, what I'm looking for was I noticed the name of the baby. Sadie, that's it, the cleaner lady. Yeah, Sadie, that's it, mate. yeah. Nice. I don't know where that one that come out of West Pearl, but yeah, maybe they. Oh, well, they wouldn't have known about John Farnham. Oh, Christ, no, no, no. Mm. They all those think he's the singer that lost his breath. Yeah, I got to put you to the test here, old fella. Yeah, old soul, mate. Yesterday you gave me a fantastic report. Yeah. Well, I'm going to shut up and let Stevie Bowler talk to you. And then see if you can reproduce exactly what you spoke about yesterday. <laughs> did you take notes yesterday, I though, did, I've got his oh, notes yeah. down. I've got exactly what he had to say. I'll, I'll do my best. Right. <laughs> no there worries, Ross. Hey, there was more than one bottle of uh, uh, Blackjack Daniels, mate. Yeah, the, uh, good old Blackjack. The, yeah, there was more than one bottle there, I'll tell you. you got to wet the baby's head. Uh, oh, mate, yeah. poor little bugger would have drowned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take it away. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> right, we'll start at the harbour. Now, the harbour's been getting, the uh, people have been getting some good little brim, uh, snappers. I mean, I'll go again. Snapper, the guys at the gantry uh, with the big gear that can reach out into the middle channel. Um, are getting good size snapper, uh, well and truly over uh, length. Also, uh, they've been picking up a lot of flathead along the gantry front, 
and the boys said they've been getting some squids at night. Um, they're, kind of, they're underneath the boat. Just click beside the boat and you'll get yourself some good squid to either eat or for bait. So that's a new one that come in uh, yesterday mm-hmm. when I went down the street. That, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that's a real plus, actually. I wouldn't mind wandering down there and get a couple myself, to be honest. I might do that, actually. But um, then we'll go across to um, Bombo Beach, mate. All, all hands on go. The rest get the pig fish in there, which is surprises me no end. No end. Okay, uh, from there we'll go back to the swimming pool and our little holes working well, mate. They're getting bonito, they're getting all sorts of stuff out of there. Good for them, particularly good snapper and good pigfish as well. Now, I haven't seen pigfish in that close for a long time, so they've been working well. Up to Minamara, the same deal. They're getting good flathead, they're getting good bloodrick up the top near the um, golf club. When when you finish fishing there, you can go up on to front of Rangoon if you're in a boat. They've been getting all sorts out of there as well. Um, Good good size uh, snapper, good size flathead, good size pigfish, and the old kingy. If you're lucky, um, you might get one that's legal, but most of them are rats. Um, Along the front of the farm, the beach, all the way along there, they're, they're virtually bagging out every day of flatheads and um, late in the morning and in the evening you're getting a snapper through there as well. Up on the point same deal um, in, during the day and down towards the gantry, down to Blake's Marina there <laughs> you're getting you're getting um, excellent, excellent kingfish I reckon you've only got to measure one out of five. Um, so they're, they're a good size. The snapper are there as well as the pigfish, as usual. The pigfish are really coming on at the moment. I don't know what it is. But um, nearly every every guy you see cleaning the snapper, he's got a pigfish with it. So um, that, that that's really good because they are one hell of a nice-eating fish. Have you had uh, pigfish, Steve? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I, I like them steamed. Pigfish. Okay. Yeah. What do yeah. you use for yeah. bait to catch them? Oh, to be honest, if you really, really wanted to get pigfish, I'd probably do uh, live uh, saltwater yabbies, and uh, you know, you'd be amazed how well they do offshore. Yeah, just with something that... Saltwater yabby. Saltwater yabbies offshore. A lot, a lot of people just think estuaries, whiting, flathead brim. But no, you take those little buggers offshore and you pop them down. Yeah, the the absolute. Well, it's very soft though, so if there's lots of jackets around or anything like that, yeah, don't bother. But uh, pigfish, uh, mowong, snapper, you know, every, everything loves them. Yeah. So. What do you think? Yeah, well, that's that's the best way to go fishing, mate. Like you just said. Better than that plastic stuff you blokes use. <laughs> you know? In my day, we never used <laughs> plastic lures. We were grateful. They say they used to say, "Don't put plastic in the water." That's right. Now they're using it for bait. Gee, we're going around <laughs> in circles, mate. I go. Uh, we'll go up into the um, the lake, mate. Mm-hmm. Over on the um, western side, they're getting it out the front of the old. Um, where they make electricity, and uh, they've been getting good, good brim uh, there, good snapper too. They're getting right across there. I even heard, I think I said it yesterday. I even heard guys say they were they got a couple of uh, big fish. I can't really understand that. How come they be oh. so far away? How come you mustn't be a massive school of them run along there? But yeah, that. That's all I can put it down to. It's just a freak that got lost or something, you know, because yeah. they're unheard of. But apparently, you know, they're not in big numbers, but the odd one is coming out. So um, the, to the average person listening that's not a, a dedicated fisher, they'd be saying, well, why is a fish called a pig? Well, that's easy, mate. That's easy. If you, when you, next time you catch a pig fish, Hold him up the ear, 
And he grunts. away a bit because he can bite you on the uh, on the ear roll. And you listen real carefully when you hear him going oink 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 oink. That's why they call the pig pig. Yep. Uh, uh, and, uh, I'll have to remember that when Blakey's on the microphone, he's going always oh, going oink 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 oink. Now, they are, you know, for people out there to listen and hear about big fish and never seen them or never eaten one, you're missing out. They are one hell of a nice eating fish. Our uh, our Japanese people like them. Um, They uh, they'll pay top dollar for a good size one. So, Mm. yeah, I think they use them in for the wedding. It's a part of their tradition, uh, bright red fish for um, for the groom and, and lady, the groom and uh, the bride. Let me tell you, the, the Asian people love red. Oh, yeah. The power. Yeah. Does that mean that um, no, the, the Tenderfield Teddler's on the red? Yep. He's got yeah. the red fanta. I never knew fanta came in red yeah, this z- morning. Zero sugar red fanta, so... I don't know what I'm doing, oh, but I, I imagine I'm probably going to be having because I'm driving back home to Tenerfield today, so I'll probably have a bit of caffeine uh, later on. So I thought I'd better, better ease mate. into it today and, and not uh, have caffeine straight off the bat because I'll probably want one around sort of 11, 12 when I'm, I'm sort of... Uh, we had... had uh, actually, I should, should have told you this earlier, guys. I had uh, the, the Shoes Fishers Farmers... Uh, AGM was at the Polish club yesterday, and uh, what a what an amazing place they've done it up really well over there at Ashfield. Food will be good. The food was sensational. You know, pork knuckles. Oh and, yeah. You know, dumplings and sausages and of every description and schnitzels and chicken schnitzels and pork schnitzels and oh, coleslaw. That's what we had to get somebody extra to help lift the the door to get him in. Hmm. But uh, the uh, they don't do chili though. Like, uh, Pollock certainly do the the sort of salt and pepper that, and a uh, bit of horseradish maybe, but uh, no no chilies. I thought, oh, these these dumplings are so nice, but they'd be just if I had some hot sauce, they'd be perfect. A lifetime ago, when I used to do the run um, with alcohol selling alcohol, uh, the German club just there at Kembla mm. used yeah. to. They are they. I don't know whether they're still open or whether they still operate. Yeah, mate, but they, they are. They they're as strong as ever. They've proved that out of sight. They have um, regular uh, gettings together there. Yep. Um, and yeah, no, it's a great. And they spot. used to do beautiful traditional food. food. Beautiful food. Yep. Back in the day, mate, it was all their wives um, mm. doing it because they they didn't have a. It's not as big as it was now. Let me tell you, and, the daughters uh, were good looking. Staff, the staff were the people that built the place, you know. And uh, you could go in one week and get all sorts of stuff. You go in another week and get different stuff again because the, the wives were making it up, you know. But that's back, you know, when the men, when the men were iron, the ships were wood. But uh, <laughs> it's all changed now. All right, I'm going to let you go. You may yeah, head mate. on back to wherever you were under the blankets. Yep. yep. There's another thing, too. In the late boat, they've been getting a lot of nippers for baits. So there's plenty of nippers around for baits. So it's worth taking a little box in there and setting it up. Hmm. Okay. I'll tell you what, next week we might talk about some of the beaches down that way for picking up a beach worm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got an old mate does them for me. Or he's. he's doing them for someone else now, but when I was yeah. working, you used to do them for me. All right. All right, uh, Brown. Go well, have a good day. I'm going back to bed. Yeah, and don't forget to give Sadie a kiss on the forehead for us. Oh, yeah, mate. She's Let's hope she day, grows yeah. to be a magnificent soul. All right, Brown. See you later. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What a day. What a morning. Don't forget, 131269 is the contact number here. If you'd like to talk to the Tenderfield Tiddler, just give us a buzz. The number, 131269. SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? 
Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. <laughs> right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bolsitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. It was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product. Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Deck the jars with balls of chocolate. Mmm, fruit. Oh, nuts. Coconut. Christmas is better with Byron Bay Chocolates. Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, honeycomb and more. A little family company big in chocolate supplying the world. Local and imported nuts, fruits and berries, lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create those gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlets. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 392182. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Oh dear, oh dear. I'm like, I'm like a driver. You know, you go along, you used to see the bus, the sign on the back of the bus, driver under instructions. That's Kieran <laughs> this morning. Mm. But, you know, and uh, people yeah. asked me yesterday, Grant, uh, when will the stickers, I'm not Kieran, be available? <laughs> Thanks very much. After I paid for my teeth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> <laughs> People listen to you, take it on board, you and Blakey, fair come. Okay, let's go and talk to a man who does talk common sense and knows a bit about fishing. Bobby Dean, good morning. How are we? Really well, mate, really well. How's things going? Oh, yeah, Blake shouldn't have stayed up last night. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I take it, you know, a few quiet ones watching the idiot box, but uh, yeah. No, mate, some people won't take instruction either, will they, Stevie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, no, nah, look, mate, on the freshwater side of things, it's been pretty good, especially earlier in the week, no trout, whether it was down in the snowies or up here in the mountains. Uh, my nephew's up at Wallace at the moment. He's fished really, really well during the week when the pressure was high. And it sort of dropped off. I started to pick up again in the schoolroom, so you got one yesterday afternoon taking the young girl. So yeah, I'm curious to see how he goes this morning. But uh, no, there's been some really good quality fish through the mountain lakes, you know, Thompson's Creek, Willowing, Lake Lyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the beauty of it is here at close to Sydney, you know? Yeah. From here in Blackdown, it's only a couple of hours drive easily. Go up early in the morning. This the morning and come home. Yeah, I know one or two o'clock. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully with some, some trout in the esky. 
Yeah, well, the good thing is, was it Thursday with that big and the storms going through? There's a bit of rain around out around over on around that area. Harlow. Mm-hmm. Give those streams a bit of a drink, which they much needed. Yes, very much so. Very much so. But, you know, it's just one of those things. And all the western lakes, yeah, Burrenjong, Wyangra and the likes, and the other numerous small lakes out that way are all fishing really well, the natives. Good. And it comes along as a kind of really on the move. Very, very good. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that season opens up in a few weeks. That's right. No, we're all hanging for it. I mean, let me tell you, we're we're uh, waiting with bated breath, if you'll pardon the pun, for uh, cod season to open. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be. There's so many uh, flying insects around at night at the moment. It's uh, yeah, I think going to be a very interesting season for topwater fishing for sure. Yeah, yeah, we need a bit more rain around here to let the cicadas out of the ground. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, but yeah, I've seen a few cicadas here the other day, the old green graces, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and out here in the boom system, so you fish quite well for bass. Yeah. Hey, listen, while you're talking about cicadas, I remember it was a big thing to go to school and have a black prince. Yep. Yeah. In the yeah. box, you know. Which is, uh, you know, it's strange because that's all really we get up uh, home is, uh, you know, like we we don't really get too many of the green grosses or anything like that. We get with the the black ones. So, you know, it's... Yeah, um, well, I just remember, you know, I used to fish Warrell Creek a lot when I was a younger fella. And you get the cicadas in the mangroves. Mm-hmm. You know, always like light yellowy orange. I yeah, yeah. Not quite as large as the other ones, but she's a brim and that love them. Oh, yes. Yes, Well, you just know a rebel crawdad, similar colour. Mm-hmm. You just work it like a surface or just chuck it under the mangroves. Just let it sit there and now and then give it a twitch. And yeah. Great fishing. Yes, fantastic. Fantastic. Now, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to a really exciting uh, topwater season. I hey, think listen, it's going to be good. Mm. Also down under the mangoes was a great place to pull back and dig in for the rep, uh, the bloodworm. Yeah, they don't let you do that anymore, mate. Yeah, like you, you took a shovel into uh, mangroves anywhere along the state. Couldn't uh, take a coastline. shovel. Don't let yeah, take shovel. Yeah, pitchfork. Fork, pitchfork, yeah. Well, even then, they'd, they'd uh, have kittens. Absolute conniptions. Mate, oh, no. They banned that when I was about five years of age. Yeah. That's not very nice, Bobby. That's making Kieran very old. But they um, they do, uh, well, they were for a, a long time doing uh, like worm farms with blood, blood worms and so forth. And then, uh, the, unfortunately, the white spot sort of, uh, I think, killed that industry off. I haven't seen blood worms for sale for a while. Isn't that no, good, uh, they did bring them back on the market here a while back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, they pretty much price themselves out of existence. Yeah. Because the, the tree worm farms are, you know, so much you know, cheaper. Mm. But uh, even them, they're not cheap. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all right. Maybe we'll go to, go to soft plastic uh, worms and just annoy Kieran with them. Mate, oh, they work well. Do they what? Do they what? So, um, you know, it's... It's one of those things, but it's it's. I think kids these days definitely. Um, I think it helps them to get that grounding in in bait fishing. You know, a lot of uh, kids are sort of, you know, getting their their first flathead and things like that on on uh, soft plastics and so forth, and they're they're sort of missing the training wheel stage of you know, soaking a prawn or a nipper or you know, going out and getting the nipper or a little live potty yeah, mullet. Yeah, I was going to say exactly that. Working yeah, up the food chain and, and understanding the the mechanics of, of why it all works rather than they just know this works, don't know why it works, though. Now, yeah, but learning learn the art of beach worming and, mm. and the like, you know, catching prawns, yeah, that's an art form in itself. Well, isn't, it, isn't this where the presentation of the live bait is so important? Mm. Well, that's any bait, not just live bait. Well, well, I'm just talking about live bait now because we've got a couple of minutes left. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always, um, you're speaking of uh, getting prawns, uh, Bobby. I always remember a uh, story my dad said, uh, told me when he took my uh, dear Uncle Bob uh, out uh, prawning one uh, weekend when we used to live down in Bermagui and. Uh, yeah, they're, they're sort of wandering around, wandering around. Dad's getting, you know, probably half a, a bucket there, and uh, he's doing pretty well. And he sort of says to Bob, how you doing? You getting any? He said, no, I haven't seen any yet. And Dad's thinking, they're everywhere, Bob. He said, Bob, do you know what you're looking for, mate? He says, yeah, yeah, a little pink curly thing. <laughs> no, Bobby, I think we better stop and, and go through this again. So, uh yeah, poor old Uncle Bob. He, he passed away a couple of years ago. God bless him. The, the smoke, smoke's finally got him. But, uh, yeah. yeah, anyway, I always remember that story. I, I love prawning. I have to take my guys prawning this year. Definitely. Yeah, do. well, okay, it's great fun. Absolutely. You a lot, just keep what you've got alive and take the kids fishing. Exactly right. Exactly right. And just all, all the other interesting odds and sods you see wandering around the flats at night. You know, you come across a giant blue swimmer and or a big mud crab and you've got to tell the kids don't net that please don't net that <laughs> you know, as tempting as it is oh you know taking the mud crab an angry mud crab out of a prawn net oh that's easy no i hate that sort of stuff no somebody's going to end up getting nipped and it's either going to be one of the kids which is bad or it's going to be me which is worse so uh, it could be worse mate it could be could do what i've done the boys complete anger what's mm-hmm yeah, I gave him a mud crab about seven inches across the thing to put in their tank. Yeah. It was there all right during the day. During the night it got out. So the next day, 15 minutes late, open. <laughs> and looking for it. And find it. Yep, yep. I eventually found it. Yeah, it would have been fine. Would have been happy to go back in the tank by then. Uh, I think it went in a pot. All right, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> a tank of a different flavor. Well, that's similar. Yeah. Similar. Okay, Bobby. I'm looking at the clock, only a couple of seconds to go. Mate, uh, talk to you next weekend. Certainly will. All right, bro. Thanks very much. Great work this morning. Cheers, mate. See you, bro. Okay, stay with us. We've got about a minute to go, so Stevie will come back after uh, 5 o'clock. Yes. We'll talk to Mr. McAnally. Mr. McAnally, the mayor of Jerseyville. and uh, Then where are we going? Uh, We've got... Going to go and talk to Mike from the Complete Angler after the uh, ad break, that's for no. sure. And, and PJ's going to be around. And Montana. Oh, he's over in Montana, of course, yes, uh, chasing elk and dodging yeah. bears, chasing elk. Yeah. Lucky man. Well, i tell you what, he did catch COVID. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, well. that. Oh, he's home. He's home now. He got in yesterday. Okay. Well, there oh, you go. I, wow. I didn't see any photos up on uh, the Book of Faces, so... Oh, is it? Oh, I better have a quick look. I'm a terrible Facebook friend. Uh, did uh, you get elected yesterday? Yes or no? Yes, I did. I'm on the uh, committee uh, for Fishers Fishers Farmers, which is um, going to be interesting. It's when I thought I was out, they dragged me back in. Okay, don't forget, folks, you are listening to High Tide here on the Super Radio Network.